Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 383, oh baby. 383, 383, oh baby. It's the one for me. Hello and welcome to episode 383 of the podcast, Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Five sketch ideas. And I'm Alistair George with Troll Baby Yeah. Andy, you've heard of hand cut chips. Right? <laughs> oh, chip cut hands. I love it. Hey? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. This is cut hand chips. Yeah, okay. So these are chips that were made with somebody who recently cut themselves with a knife. Yes. And the chips are soaked in blood, <laughs> which means that they're higher in protein. <laughs> yes, blood infused. That's really good. You know, so that mm. way you can have things when you're somewhere, you know, when you're like, you're on like a keto diet, yeah. but you've, you're sort of fallen off the wagon mm. and you're kind of eating things mm. that aren't quite mm. keto, yeah. but you're wanting to still kind of stick with it a little bit. Yes. So you're like, all right, yes, I'm eating fries. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes, I'm eating nothing but white carbs, but <laughs> these ones are soaked in the blood of the person who cut the potatoes. And so... <laughs> They are. They will keep the, my protein levels up, yes. and maybe I will maintain some level of ketosis. Wow. You won't. But this is what you tell yourself. Mm, well, the chef, they're putting a lot of themselves into this. You know, what are you getting? You're getting the iron from, you know, from the iron chef. I think it's very good, Alistair. Yeah. Uh, Bloods. Inspiring. I've put I've put my blood, blood, and blood in this. <laughs> Do you know how much of my blood, blood, and blood? Yeah, I'm just repeating your joke. <laughs> Um, no, but you know, I guess you could blood, blood, and tears. <laughs> I was crying because I was bleeding so much. <laughs> it's funny that when you get old, uh, become an adult, you stop crying when you hurt yourself. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think that would be a funny thing to see in a film. You know, like like an yeah. action film, right? Yeah, it's an otherwise a normal action film, but it's one in which. The, the both the protagonists and the antagonists cry when they get hurt. So they keep fighting, the big, but they're crying. Just the hero and the big boss. None, none, none of the henchmen mm. or anything like that. They don't. They don't cry. Yeah, they henchmen don't cry. That's when we'll be able to bring back, um, you know, the big girls don't cry song. But you mean boys don't henchmen. cry? Is there a big girls don't cry song as well? Because I know there's boys big don't. Girl don't cry big girls they don't cry what about they don't cry that song what about this it's a it's a um he's a a hero right and he was able to achieve physical invulnerability right which means that you can't hurt his body but at an enormous expense to his feelings he's incredibly to his emotional vulnerability yes (laughs) So in the law in, in in accordance with the law of conservation of vulnerability, he is still yeah. as vulnerable as he once was, but now it's entirely on a sort of on a psychological level. I really like this a lot, Andy. Mm. 
uh, and we call him becomes... the Incredible Sulk. <laughs> Andy, we we might have. To... Are you riding a motorbike away? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is, and they call him the Incredible Sulk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really. That's better. That I think that should be the new Badum Chish, you know. Yeah, it's like we I think deliver so too. the punchline and then we ride off into the sunset on our hogs, on our fat hogs. <laughs> oh no, we're on our dicks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you know what I think about a, a lot. Mm. What pops into my head a lot, but um, is just a, a, a dumb thing that you said once. It was just about talking about raising our children and what word you teach them to call their penis mm. and then you were you were saying oh i'm raising mine to call them hogs <laughs> i don't remember that uh but that is that is a stupid thing that i said once you're right yeah <laughs> you can choose anything you want you know, and why does yeah. what hog what what's what's you know what's inappropriate about that? <laughs> That's right. It's a beautiful animal, a hog. Yes, they're actually very. The hog is a beautiful animal. Intelligent beasts. The hog is a beautiful organ. Mm. Imagine that—a penis with horns. Awful. Like where? Or tusks? Tusks? Like... I guess more like tusks. Tusks. Like a warthog so down near down down near the mouth. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Down near the mouth of the penis. Because, I mean, you could picture them up at the top like a bull, but I guess you could picture them coming out the sides of the, of the, the mouth, mm. like a, like a, like, you know, like Pumba. Yeah, I think, I think I'm thinking like Pumba. I mean, it's horrible though. I don't want to, I don't want to engage in this thought anymore. Or well, what about big elephant tusks? No, I don't think I enjoy that either as an idea. <laughs> Andy, it's... It's really horrible if you try to think of, of using it in a normal penis way. I don't think this one is getting used in that ah, way. Ah, very good. So, in, you, know? In, you know, you use... Actually, you use your penis to, you know, dig up tubers from under the ground. When That's you say, right. I've been rooting around a lot recently uh, to your mates. You mean f- they don't, they yeah, think you're you, talking sexually, but what they don't realise is that you've been unearthing you've been, um, uh, vegetables. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a, I've got, I've got a truffle hog. Mm. <laughs> and when you say that, the, the, your mates, uh, the lads that you're chatting to in the locker room, they don't realise you're talking about using your penis to uh, find fungus under the roots of birch trees. They think that you're just suggesting that your penis, your penis, um, <laughs> smells like truffles. I'm sorry. Oh, you've got a fungusy, mm. a fungusy cock. Mm. Um, I'm writing down truffle hog. <laughs> um, Fungal infection. Um, I have a fun gal infection. That's what. Uh... <laughs> a fun gal. Yeah, that's a you fun know... gal infection. Well, Isn't that amazing? Know, that trying... Fungal. Mm. That fungal has both fun gal and fun guy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, while we're trying to be sex positive, I think um, ladies who uh, should should reclaim fungal infections as being fun gal infections. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's good. You know? Yeah. 
I've you got say, a fun gal infection. And you picture like, and it's like people, like women dancing. Yeah. In the <laughs> and they're, th- they're throwing this tube of ointment to each other and then they start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> like lots of colors and things like that. They're all wearing kind of, blo- yeah. you know, like block, block colors, shirts and stuff like that. Mm. And there's kind of like drawn on like reverberations, like, you know, in kind of thick, colorful fluoro marker yeah, on the screen as well great. when they move it's great like stink lines you know? but fun yeah they're fun lines <laughs> um yeah fun gal lines yes um, uh, i've got a fun gal inflection that's what uh instead of saying vocal fry i don't call it a vocal i don't call it vocal fry i call it a fun gal inflection Inflection, yeah, inflection isn't that sort of yeah. how you uh, maybe maybe vocal no, fry doesn't count as an inflection. It's going mm, inflection is this? going up and down. Mm. Vocal poach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Vocal broil. <laughs> um. <laughs> What would vo- vocal broil feels like? It's what um, Neil Hamburger has. <laughs> Bubbling yeah, what away. Is, yeah, what is? Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear boil or broil? Uh, I heard broil, but I th- in my understanding, I don't really know what broiling is. But in my understanding, I think it's just it's, it's kind just of cooking like an- things under a grill. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. No, I was wrong about that. Then I thought I could. I, I could also be wrong. It's a very American word, but I. Uh, I thought I broiling from what I've was gathered. sort of when you put. It's like boiling, but you put something in the oven with water, so there's water around it. But but yeah. I think I was just making that up based on the vibe of the word. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I know the the word does not match up with what it is okay, at all. Right. I think I think I really do think that it is just grilling from above. <laughs> mm. You know, it's just putting it under a grill. Broil. Isn't that interesting that we put things sometimes under a grill and sometimes over a grill, but never next to a grill? Oh, we do sometimes. <laughs> that's <laughs> With, what toasting is, isn't it? Isn't that what a toaster does? I, I guess that's what a toaster is, and that's what those like rotisserie, like elephant leg, um, shawarma, kind of like you know kebab meat mm. stuff is mm. next to a grill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I really, th- I really thought they never you were put the grill somewhere. There, I thought that was oh, I was rich. so close. Mm. Why they do it above, below, to the side, but they never put it in the fourth dimension where we can't see it. You know, I, we we often might hit a vein of comedy, but there for a second I thought that you'd hit the main vein of comedy. Yeah, no, it seemed like maybe we were about to take a big comedy piss. <laughs> And all of the comedy that we've accumulated over the last eight hours. Yeah. (laughs) All of the setups that we had accumulated over the last, you know, I had a big glass of setups before I, uh, (laughs) when I got up and I was ready to to let them all out after my body has processed them and uh, turned them into punchlines. Yeah, although you'd think that maybe what would come out of the main vein then would be the waste product, all the stuff that isn't um, punchline. I think I think with piss, it's it's excess rather than um, rather than uh, waste. Uh, with piss, uh, I think there's waste in there as well, Alistair. 
Nah, mate. That's why you drink it. It's so good for you. Okay. You don't, you don't hear about any shitty news, do you? <laughs> but you do hear about piss drinkers. That's, that's, I mean, that's interesting. You do not ever see Bear Grylls in the, in the wild eating his own shit. Not eat, no, he's definitely not eating his own shit. He does he does squeeze that elephant dung to drink the water, but <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna have to eat my own shit. I mean there must be calories in there. Maybe if he was too hydrated, there was too much water in his body, he needed to eat some solids. You know, because that's yeah. the sort of the inverse. Of the needing to drink <laughs> piss. I've become... He's, he's been floating down a river for the last tw- 12 hours. Yeah. And now he needs to... Uh, he, he, mm. he's, he's bloated. His, his, his living body is bloated he's with water. Logged. And he needs to... He's waterlogged. And now he needs to like eat something salty. Yeah. Like a nice and dry, on the way, salted on the, shit. This yeah, is an awful like, episode the way of the here. podcast. I hate it. <laughs> on the way here... Uh, on the way to this excursion, mm. I'd been eating nothing but pork crackling, <laughs> and I've been collecting absolutely all my swimming shits in and salt, drying yeah. them out. He's going to make shit jerky. The way that we can do this is we make a little shit jerky. Now I'm just going to put it between two banana leaves. <laughs> I've got to take. <laughs> it acts as both a wiping device and a plate. <laughs> now. If we mush it together, we'll get lots of that wonderful surface area. This is, I'm, I'm getting somehow, um, I think, uh, Bear Grylls mixed up with, um, is it with, the, with Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver, that's what get, I was going to Get a lot of that lovely surface area. Now, you're going to get a lot of those beautiful banana leaf flavors in there. Mm. Now, now, we're going to put it here next to this uh, hot volcanic rock. That I found. And we're going to draw that up, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I contributed a lot there. He's grilling it on the side there. He's putting it next that to That I the found. <laughs> Are you saying he's <laughs> bare grilling it? Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. But maybe. Maybe he would be. I mean, if he was bare grilling it, um, that would be... Uh, he would take off the banana leaf and he would just grill... He's called he's called Bear Grills, but actually eats a lot of his stuff. Right, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the stupidest joke I've ever heard. <laughs> More like Bear doesn't doesn't cook it at yes. all. <laughs> and he's a human as well. <laughs> More like more like human. Does it? Eats like a bear, like a bear would. Very good, very good, Alistair. Flawless, beautiful. Mm. It's the word economy I guess you that could, I like the most. Mate, unless, yeah, unless it's spelled B A R E, and that's what he's mean meaning. Mm. That his grill has not been used at all. None of his grills have been used. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, it was the night before Christmas, and. Nothing was happening. Not a gr- all of the grills were bare. <laughs> what the fuck? Not even a mouse was grilling. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Old Mother Hubbard walked to her grill, <laughs> <laughs> a 
But it was bare. Now that one works. But I don't think there's anything about bear. But all the grills were bare. I don't think bare. there's anything about bear in the night before Christmas, is there? About things being bare? No. No. Yes, nothing was grilling. <laughs> Not even a mouse. They Not- were all bare. Oh, my Lord. Um, I think that's pretty good. I think we can wrap it up there. I think people are feeling satisfied. <laughs> With the 15-minute episode? Mm. One day, I guess we got to do the opposite of like one of those long episodes. Is we got to do the mm. shortest possible episode. Yeah. The minimum. See if we can get five sketch, sketch ideas, ideas in un- in a- in under five minutes. No, I think it's got to be one sketch idea. We come up with one sketch idea. I mean, we could do one where we spend a really, really long time coming up with one really good sketch idea. You know. Oh. Twenty-four hours, and, and you're not allowed g- to come up with more than one idea. Right, so once you start right. on an idea, you've just got to keep working on that, you know, chipping away. Um, what if we do an idea where we has to go from conception of idea mm. to completion to like market ready? Wow, that's not so bad. Like you know, you've got to go from nothing to a a full episode of a script, right, of a show. Yeah. Yeah, it could be like you could do a kids book, you could do a sketch, yeah. you could do you could do a song. Um, yeah. That's that's zero zero to market in one mm. I mean in under one app. Do you do you have to actually get it out there like, you know, if it's a book, do you have to publish it if it's you a, gotta... if it's a, de- <laughs> a show, do you have to record it during the recording and release it during the recording? I mean that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, because then we'd have to do all the drawings and stuff ourselves. Mm. And, I mean, I think it would be cool to actually try to do that. I think it would be um, cool as well. I think we should do it. Um, maybe we'll yeah. try starting out with one of our bonus episodes for this month, um, which we've got to record okay. soon. We'll do one oh, where shoot, we make yeah. a full children's book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then we're, we're, and then we'll. And then we'll publish it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll have we'll I have to do a little a fun... bit of research beforehand to find out what's involved in publishing it, like during the course of the episode. But we, we also oh, wanna... yeah, we have to do all prep. Yeah. Um, during the episode, could we just publish it on our Twitter? Uh. Yeah. Or do you think it actually needs to be published I, in like for sale? Well, I wonder. I wonder how long it takes yeah. to get something up on. Um, you know, on on Amazon, uh, you know, just as an ebook or something like that. Maybe they have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. They might have to review things. That might take a sort, certain amount of time. But you know, if we record it later yeah, night yeah. here, they might be up in America reviewing things. Yeah. Maybe we could talk to someone we know who works as an editor at Amazon and see if they can push it through the system a little bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> Give us. We'll s- Oh yeah, we, we, we if we if we had the, the access to a, somebody on the inside mm. who has access to all as all aspects of Amazon, <laughs> somebody who works in a very different department of Amazon, <laughs> but has has like the like the, has got the key yeah, like the, the key card to the city, yeah. eh? the, the skeleton you know, key like, to has, the city. Mm? Oh yeah, the uh, you know you've heard of the skeleton key, but what about the gelatin key? <laughs> He's been given the gelatin key. 
How do you stick it in there? You fuck up the lock. Yeah. Well, it would be good. It would be good to have a kind of a gelatin, where you, you know, maybe it's a maybe it's one of our favorite things. Maybe it's a non-Newtonian. That's uh, exactly where my mind was going. Mm. I was like, I can't wait to Andy to finish talking so I can talk about cornstarch in water. <laughs> but like, you know, if it would be great if you could pour a lot of cornstarch into a lock, right? Force it all in there yeah. as a liquid, okay? And then you whack it, right? It becomes a solid, and you turn it really quickly, right? And then it makes but, a solid yeah, but key. Couldn't you just lock. like squeeze it? Couldn't you squeeze it hard or something like that yeah, at the back? Maybe. Have like a big bubble or whatever yeah, there. Yeah, in a way, maybe that's what whacking would achieve. You whack it really yeah, but, hard. So, it but isn't it solid. inside? Isn't it inside the lock? Yeah, but it's coming out. So you like by pressuring, you know, you're pushing the entire uh, yeah, fluid. You're right. Soon to be yeah. solid. Uh, soon to be solid. Applying that pressure throughout. Um, I don't know what it's like for lateral strength. I think that might be where we come undone. Alas, oh! But who knows? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> we could be the custard I, I, bandits, Alistair. This would be quite our calling oh, card. This would be the, People show up the at the scene of a crime, and all they see is this sticky, off-white liquid everywhere. Oh, it looks, it looks like someone's jizzed in the lock. <laughs> and that's what they assume, and that helps them to throw. Right. That helps oh, them throw them off a, the scent. By the way, we also yeah. give it the scent of jizz instead of <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> Uh, that's a really good idea. We, we we find those cum trees that we have yeah, here in Australia, great. and we bottle the cum the cum smell. <laughs> we become we come we, we become um, cum cum perfumer, perfumers. What, yeah, what's a sure. perfumers? Mm. Right. Mm. This is all part of our plan. So half of the year we're cultivating <laughs> cum. Come, um, you know, and we have like, like you know, cum tree leaves, mm. and then we or the flowers or whatever it is, right? And then we've got that, but then we've also got vials of cum, so so that we can, you know, match up the odors <laughs> to make sure that we're getting it just right. We're a cum. We're also people. cum sommeliers. Cum sommeliers. Cum sommeliers. Yes, sommeliers. Um, and chameleon is actually quite good. Yeah, so um, we're trying to make our crimes appear sexual, some sort of sexual theft. That's right. They we're, we're, we just want people to think we're perverts, but actually we're just petty thieves. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually the lesser crime <laughs> we, of uh, petty thieves, people who just steal objects to sell them for money. Yeah, you know, the all our all our um thefts get um, referred to the sex crimes unit. And they're ill-equipped to investigate this because, you know, it's not their field. And that's how we've gamed the system. Oh, that's right. Did we... Um, wait, i got to write... Wait, what was it? The custard... <laughs> the custard, custard bandits? Bandits? Yeah, <laughs> bandits. Uh, wait, it's uh, non-Newtonian... Newtonian... Mm. Uh, Lock-picking. Yes, non-Newtonian law, non-Newtonian's law. That's we don't, <laughs> we don't follow the law or the Newtonian <laughs> laws. We've got no respect. We we are evading the long arm of Newton's law. <laughs> um, oh no, I had an idea. Um, wait, I guess is, the is... the. The long arm of Newton's law, that's gravity, right? Presumably. Yeah. 
I guess so. Um, what about this thing about gravity not being a force? Have you heard about this? I I'm open to that idea. I I mean I have I, there, I'm not sure if I've heard about it, but it feels because I've always struggled to reconcile. See, physics try, seems to be trying to have too many too many things going on with gravity because on one level they tell us well it's just like space is curved okay so really the things are following straight lines in curved space and you're like oh okay but then other but but if they're traveling following a straight line then they're not accelerating or whatever they're not um experiencing a force and yeah and then why would we be searching for like some fundamental particle that that um like like a graviton, a gra- fundamental particle that ma- mediates the force of gravity, because there is no force of gravity. I, this is the thing, I, I've never I've never looked into it, but whenever I start to think about it, I get tied up in knots and I get quite frustrated. Yeah. yeah. My other problem is I don't like how they're always trying to unite all the forces, like coming up with a with a, 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 a find a way to unify. Gravity yeah. with the other three fundamental forces. I I don't know why I don't know why they need to do that, and I don't even really understand what it means, right? And once again, I'm not willing to do the work to find out. Yeah, uh, doesn't it just mean that they're like that, like the, all the mechanisms are in some way connected through something that makes sense? Like you know, it's like through some logical <laughs> path. Isn't that all it yeah, means? I'm sure you're right, right? But like apparently if you go back far enough, right, into the yeah. history of the Big Bang, all the forces were just one force, right? They were all unified. And then somehow that force split up, you know, like like one direction into, you know, it was a band that had one thing and then uh, it, it, they all went off and had solo careers and it turned out there were all these different manifestations or different um, versions of the same thing and yeah, we're trying right. to get them all back together again so you think so is it like the way in which everything kind of split up at the beginning made a difference on what the side the different forces were yeah like, but i don't understand how they can be just like one thing they're all one thing and then they can turn into four different things like it's it's just i don't i don't i don't know what that i don't even know what that really means yeah, but also, is it got to do with whatever the fundamental building blocks are? Because mm. it's got to come back to that, right? Yes. Um, whatever they are, maybe they could only be whatever they are based on the initial conditions at the beginning of the universe? I think that's true, yes. And so, whatever they are affects how everything interacts because that's how they interact with each other. What if this what if this is it, right? And it's like evolution, okay? And and the the universe expands really quick. So there's just one force everywhere, right? And the universe expands so quickly immediately after the big bang that different pockets, right, get isolated from each other. Okay, different pockets of 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 the universe. Okay, yeah. and those are like islands. Okay, so say we have one, we start out with like one species of force. Okay, which is like um, uh, 
like like a bird, like a finch. Let's okay? let's just picture a lot of hot. Okay, no way. Okay, sorry. You're you're, you're picturing the actual thing. <laughs> I'm picturing a yeah. finch. Okay, right, and then it splits up like the continents uh, splitting up on the universe on on Earth. Okay, and now those four there are four finches. Identical finches isolated in these different situations, but because the conditions in those different situ- different um, areas of the universe might be different, they evolve separately, okay? And they end up with different features and different manifestations. And then yeah. somehow, as they continue to expand, they merge back together. And then that's like the different species being reintroduced into the same environment. Now they're all coexisting, but they have different behaviors, different So you're saying the forces niches. were breeding... The forces. I'm saying the forces were. <laughs> so like so you had so you had like strong gravitational, and then and then it made a baby with uh, electromagnetic. That's not what I'm saying force. at all. No, that's and the exact then it made opposite. weak gravitation. Uh, you know, weak atomic or whatever. <laughs> that's the exact opposite of what I'm saying. I'm saying they were isolated. They evolved separately to have their own different features. Okay, the four different forces from the same ancestor. Then, as the those sections of the universe overlapped, it's like the the habitats were merging back together again. Now they're back in the they they're they're in the same area all together. Now all behaving in slightly different ways. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay right. Right. I just I think I think maybe because you had just said two. Mm, did I say? And two? then I was like, well, how do the other ones come about? Oh, so the only sorry, answer sorry. I had was when you mixed them together already, rather than separating them some more. Yeah. I you, assumed you, you made meant the mistake they were of listening to what I was saying instead of what I was <laughs> yes. thinking, Alastair. Yes, 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 yes. Now, um, I think that's possible, Andy. Um, I mean, it's possible. Look, so let's say it starts because I mean, what would the first fo- force be? Let's try and guess. What was what's the Pangea force? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, gl- glob you know strap? what? Fe- what what feels like the the main one? Wait, what are you saying? Globstrap? Globstrap? Like, as in you're trying to just guess what its name is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're trying to guess what would it be like? What was what, like? what is the force? Like, it's got to be yeah. pretty similar to, to the other forces. Yeah, but I think... So, this... <laughs> so what do know? we know? We know that it is a force, okay? We know yeah. that it's a force. And like let's say you're let's say you just emerge you're a bunch of energy yeah okay. and you just emerge into the universe out of some quantum fluctuation yeah right okay great you know What's what i love the about, main... i love oh, by the way alistair i want to say how much i'm loving this conversation i apologize to the listeners who are probably hating it but what i love is that this is this is in a way in a way we're the same as Einstein because we're just doing a thought experiment. Now, it's the dumbest <laughs> fucking thought experiment by the most uninformed idiots in the world. Sure. We're, we're playing in the same sandbox, you know? We're using yeah. the same tools, and that's exciting so, to me. Yeah, so you, it was just like the same tools as in we're using our brains and imagination. Yes. And words. <laughs> yeah, and words. Yeah, yeah, He had to have used them. Some of his might have been German words. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. He might have been picturing German atoms. Mm. Um, and anyway, but uh, so, so you, you're emerged. Okay, let, let's say you are, is it all energy when it first arrives? It's all energy because there's no, it's all there's energy. no atoms. There's no, form. there's no form. 
There's no form, right? So you're just a big block of energy. It's one mm. energy, mm. right? What do you need? What is energy then? <laughs> it, so it's an – what is the force? Like, like so everything is coming out. Mm. Mm. Does it, does, is there any attractive um, energy forces where energies attract each other? I don't energy think, particles. I think, I think energy, as far as I understand, is different to forces. Okay, and yeah. this is so dumb. We are so dumb, and that's different to matter, right? But it feels like you're right. They all could have started out as the same kind of gloop, right? And then they 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 specialized. Okay. Different yeah, but it would of- probably was yeah because it would have been energy all of it at first. Because how <laughs> it, you know, how are you going to materialize? How are you going to materialize matter? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, what's it coming through? Where's it coming from? I, so here's all, what I reckon. Here's what I reckon. I reckon some all, of the energy would have had to turn into forces first in order to pull the energy. Oh, no, but then you can't act on the energy to pull it together to make the matter. Yeah, because, like, energy work. can be packets, right? So it can yeah. be particles of energy. Yeah. So maybe the interactions start with those kinds of things, right? We know that photons have momentum yes and they can act upon other things yes now what's that force <laughs> what's well, that force elect- of- they're the electromagnetic you know what are uh, if if you take the um wave interpretation of photons they are waves of electro uh, you know self per- perpetuating electric and magnetic forces right yeah Oh, okay. And so, I think we got to get out of this but, area. But I then, think- there, but then there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of heat too. Now that's not electromagnetic, is it? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Heat. Well, no, heat. I don't think heat could exist because there wasn't any matter. Because heat is just the, th- the movement, or the, you know, the kinetic energy of particles. So I don't think yeah. there could be heat. But I think the reason why there wasn't atoms or, or, or electrons and stuff for so long... is because it was too be- hot. Is, it was but too hot. But how could it be too hot if there was nothing there for there to be heat? Mm, we're back to school. <laughs> yeah, okay. So then there's got to be some matter. <laughs> but, 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 but matter on a more fundamental uh, mm, sure, way, sure. which is pre, pre-electrons and... Well, you know, like, like this is when okay, this just... is what I reckon what it is, right? Because I think uh, matter is just really dense energy. Okay, I think that's what matter is—really dense yeah, energy. Right. And I think early in the in the universe's life, it, everything yeah. was so small and so close together. There was no difference between those two things. Everything was just really dense energy, which means that the universe at that time, when it was that yeah. small, would have just been a clump of of really matter-gy. dense energy, which was just pure matter, in its like un, um, undiversified form, like okay. matter, like matter that's so hot that it is just energy, 
an mm. energy that's so dense, dense that, that it, it is, is just matter. matter. Yeah. I think we've got to stop there. I think we've got to stop there. That's the, the closest we've had to a coherent but, thought. But but wait, no, but wait. What's the force then? The force that's there. Mm. And so if it's hot, is it a hot force? <laughs> is There's no light because nothing can... Penetrate. No, no, nothing can penetrate the, the density, right? It feels like... As it expands, right, little clumps of that matter yeah. break away, right, and go further away from each other. But they remember yeah. what it was like to be part of that glorious oneness. And they yeah. spend the rest of their lives reaching out to try and, you know, to try and maintain those connections. It's like leaving high school, okay? Yeah. And, you know, you had this Are- really intense time together. And even when you're apart, you still feel that bond. And sometimes you like something they post on Facebook. Maybe that's all it is. That's a very weak interaction, but it's an interaction nonetheless that makes you feel like you haven't aged. And the universe is still trying yeah, to... Yeah, but Andy, on. I don't... I feel like <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting too metaphorical. I want to know why... I want to know why things attract each other. Yes. Oh, I mean, it's very nice, Andy. It was a very nice story, and you should write that down in your little book. <laughs> I'm thinking of getting a little book. Yeah, God, I want to write things down more. Keep a oh, record yeah, you of things. Get a... I still buy notebooks. Do you? But do you? Do you keep any notes of things, interesting things that happen that your children say, of special moments other uh, than photos on your phone? No, I mean, I, I definitely do videos because i feel like that's this this thing that's the only window through time that you can really get yeah is a video and so that's the only that's the closest thing to a portal to the past that we can get yeah um and so i try to make sure that but my phone is jam-packed full and i'm my google photos is jam-packed full and i'm trying to find ways of Mm. um finding other place where i can store more data because um yeah, I, d- I don't want to not take videos. That's the only way that I'll remember properly. But do you think there's an extra layer of sadness associated with those videos? Like, you know, that if things are just written down, right, in a book, if you just got notes of what happened or something like that, that they become, uh, you know, they become their own little canon, little little collection of 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 little fragments, right? But if you have just videos, like I remember children's videos from when I was quite young, it was always sadness associated with them. Oh, I know? never, I don't have, I mean, I have sadness to do with like writing things down because I don't write them down. And then yeah. I go, oh my God. <laughs> so I'm missing so much. And so to overcome that, I have yeah. the videos. And so the videos are very precious, but also they bring the kids so much joy. Yeah, man, kids love watching videos of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. All think of all the cavemen who cave babies who died unable to watch videos of themselves. Maybe this is human's ultimate purpose. Maybe we've achieved what we were always destined you know, that's the meaning of life, maybe. Yeah. Is to get to a point where you can watch videos of yourselves. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's the pinnacle of bliss. And every every video the kid asks can I see the video in it? Yeah, that's right? exactly right. That well, that's definitely the case for Remy. You that yeah. before you before you can react to press stop, he's already leapt towards you to say, 
Can I watch it? Can I see yeah. the video? It's really um, something. Andy, we technically haven't moved since uh, the Custard Bandits uh, <laughs> in terms of sketch ideas, but I can think you, that we... Can act- you write but- down that thing about um, evolution of forces in isolated universe pockets? Okay. Because I think Evo- while it's evolution. definitely wrong and incredibly stupid, in, I think there's something there. There could be something in, there. In, in evolution of forces in what? In isolated pockets of the universe. Um, you know, they had pockets. different conditions yeah. based on what had ended up in each little gloopy area. Um, you know, I, I had actually once thought of a, a kid's book that would be all, all the characters are some of the fundamental forces of the universe. That's great. It's also a good idea for a Pixar film because they're always looking for things to personify. I know. I think it's, I think it's stupid that they're they're releasing one that is like the four elements or whatever. Are they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, well, it's about to come out maybe next month or something like that. I don't know. I feel like the f- saying the four elements thing is like kind of going, is like the two genders thing, <laughs> is allowing, <laughs> is allowing that thing to kind of keep living. Yeah. Right. There it's are like, only the four f- elements. <laughs> like, also, with the two genders thing, I hate... You know I, what really bothers me about that? Is that yeah. the, the straightaway, the answer is like, well, what about intersex? Like, mm. aren't there people who are born intersex? And then, they, and then then you go, so then, if that exists, then you can see that already the whole You're thing wrong. is more complicated. <laughs> yeah, it, the whole thing is more complicated than you could possibly understand. Yeah. Yeah. So there's clearly some space in between. It's like, also, people said to, like, we're the ones who said it. It's not like we found it inscribed on some, like, totem somewhere that was handed down to us by some alien yeah. species. We're the ones who said it. Yeah. Right? And then, anyway. So you could I'm just change gonna... what you say, can't you? <laughs> you could just change what you said once you have more information. Yeah. Anyway. You're um, absolutely right. So so, and I think it also just bothers me that like a lot of fantasy stuff just uses the four elements, because mm. um, it's like, oh, can we, can we come up with new stuff? Can we do something more interesting? Anyway, um, I've not read any fantasy, so so don't you love that? You love that I have an opinion. Yeah, um, I'm happy with that. Um, Andy, we've got yes. three words from a listener. Now, I don't know if you know this, but we have recently acquired some listeners. Yeah, well, at least um, we, we had them up until, I reckon, about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Hey, I'm happy to speculate on pod. I'm having a real good time, Alistair, and I apologize uh, for, and... for expressing any kind of doubt. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um and uh, one of them, one of our listeners who supports us on Patreon, uh, is known as Tempest Marauder. Mm, Tempest Marauder. Thank Tempest you Marauder. Marauder. Yeah, it's a beautiful um, name for a marauder. Do I, do, do I bring up the Merovingian every time we talk about Tempest Marauder? He reminds me of sure. the Merovingian. You know the Merovingian from like the Matrix sequels? He was just this character and I never understood his significance. Was he the one who was his own kind of virus that had broken loose within the computer Maybe. system? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I got to go back and, and rewatch those, mm. the sequels. See if mm. I can, you know, because I haven't even seen the new one. Have you seen the new one? The Squeakwals. Um, I haven't seen the new one. No, the Lego Squeakwall. Haven't seen it. <laughs> the what? The Lego Squeakwall? 
<laughs> the, the, well, Alvis, Alvin and the Chipmunks was called the Squeakwall, right? The second yeah. one. And yeah. I, I've, I'm sure I've stolen this joke from somebody else, but to refer to all other sequels as Squeakwalls. I just think it's yes. fun. I know, but I thought you said the Lego Squeakwall. Well, that people talk about Lego sequels, right? Which is a, like a combination of legacy and sequel. Lego. Oh. Lego sequel. When they you release a sequel a long time afterwards, like they did with Blade Runner, right? Right. And I right. have I I've probably stolen the, this from someone as well. Lego Squeakwall. So sure, know, sure. Um, Squeakwall. That's too. a, a that's a, a pre a prequel squeakwall squeakwall prequel, <laughs> um, but also I was just picturing a squeakwall that is the made with the Lego because sometimes they do make a Lego version of a movie. Mm, that's you good know too. like Batman, and yeah. so I thought you were saying they were making a. I assumed that you were telling me that you had seen a Alvin and the Chipmunks squeakwall that was made with Lego. No, I would never say that. Isn't it amazing that Alvin and the Chipmunks has survived to this point when it was a whole thing based entirely on the fact that you could play records a little yeah. bit faster <laughs> and the voices would go up. Yeah, yeah, that's all it was. But that was entertainment. <laughs> and now it's IP. And once something gets into the IP extended universe, uh, yeah. you can't get it out. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn... Do you think one day when we make one of these episodes of a podcast where we have to like write something into its complete uh, to its a completion point, um, that one day we'll write a novel that way? Um, yeah, I think we will. We that. <gasps> maybe we could we could write a novella over a writing. <laughs> you know, maybe a novella is a good starting point. Um, hang on, I'm just trying to formulate. Uh, uh, campaign for do you know is there a campaign for um for like internet freedom like being able to use whatever kind of property intellectual property or like you know for royalty free wikimedia um there is like the internet archive and things like that i think where they're trying to do a bit more of that but i'm i'm not sure yeah so i wanted to do a joke and i'm maybe i'm stealing this from somewhere as well i'm too anxious now about stealing jokes but like uh who who called it what idiot called it the Wikimedia Commons and not IP freely? You know. Sure, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's also a reference to a Simpsons joke, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 really interesting. Thanks. I'm man. less worried about stealing jokes now. <laughs> Cause now it feels like it's impossible to sort of not. Mm, sure. And so you just try to make jokes that are at least fun and interesting so stupid. and feel yeah. different yeah and yeah. stupid and then and then if there happens to be overlap well it's very you know it's it's just inevitable um so tempest marauder has hmm. sent in three words andy and i was wondering if you would like to try to guess what one of those words the first one is yes the first word is argon no it isn't the first hmm. word andy you'll be surprised to hear is wasabi Wasabi. Okay. Wasabi. Hmm. Oh, it's going to be... <laughs> wasabi lubricant is the second word. Lubricant. Wasabi lubricant. Mm. No, that's a great idea, though, Andy, oh, I think. Great. <laughs> um, 
You know, I think a lot of the the wasabi lubricant is actually horseradish lubricant yeah, these days. Because yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, you know, uh, it's quite a rare root. Mm. That's, that's as I that imagine I get. all roots are all, when all, you've got wasabi on your cock. Yeah. <laughs> and now the second word is mayo, Andy. Wasabi Mayo Clinic. Wasabi Mayo Clinic. Well, that's a very good guess, Andy. Oh. But unfortunately, it is incorrect. It is Wasabi Mayo Treasure. No. Oh. <laughs> now, I am picturing some people on a desert island. Yeah. Who, it's like Pirates of the Caribbean style. Mm. They've just dug up mm. a big wooden chest mm. and they open it up and there's just a green mayo in there. Yeah, wow. You've done a lot of value adding there, Alistair, to that idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, how about this? There's a chicken in there. Oh, that's good. And there's a coconut. What about this? <laughs> a living chicken and a living coconut tree with a full... It's a, like a micro coconut tree with a full bushel of coconuts on it. Mm, right? Micro and coconuts. They grab that's the a chi- nice idea. They should try and make dwarf coconuts. I think that'd be fun. They should try to make what coconuts? Dwarf coconuts, you know, tiny little ones, like a desk <gasps> coconut, bite-sized coconuts, yeah. ones where that you can you can eat the shell. Yeah, I think that's cute. Oh, like very a soft shell crab. Wood. Maybe they can crossbreed them by getting like a to make love. Well, I guess eventually the coconut will evolve to become crab-like. We know then... it's inevitable. <laughs> Have any um, plants started to look like crabs? Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I've seen some. Yeah, but uh, Alistair, I'm thinking of a, a, a perishable treasure. You know, like um, you know, he's the he's the Blackbeard, the pirate, but of uh, of stealing um, perishable goods, foods, really expensive, but short shelf life foods, and then he buries the treasure, and then there's really pressure on to to. To, to find it quickly before yeah, it goes yeah, yeah. off. <laughs> he buries yeah. it in an esky. There's a couple of a couple of fridge blocks in there, you know, those icy fridge blocks. Like, and uh, no, but maybe he what he's got is like a, a delicious ice cream cone. <laughs> mm, dessert island. Indeed. <laughs> but it's one of the know, main oh. plot points in episode uh, in book 2 of uh, Gustav and Henry. Uh Gustav Lost well, Pig is that they go to a The only copy island. of that book that I that I've that I've ever got my hands on is in a language that I can't speak. <laughs> English. English. No, <laughs> um but Spanish. Um, mm. um what I one one thing that I did think but this is the opposite of a I guess it's not really a perishable food because it's a it's beef jerky. Mm. Right? But then he buries it in the in the under the sea. Yeah, in the salt. It, in the salt, in the in the sort of the uh, you know in a chest still. But yes. then he opens it up and he is like, "Oh, it's all reconstituted." <laughs> <laughs> My oh, no. darn, me precious jerky. Yes. Let's think of another type of treasure okay. that it could be, perhaps. Friendship. Uh, um, yeah. Um. Treasure's more uh, friendship is more of a gift, I think, than a treasure. You can oh. treasure a gift, mm. but I don't think that if friendship is something that you know, you kind you of could, like. Uh, you could bury. 
You couldn't bury it. That'd you couldn't really. Great... Pa- it's like you couldn't leave it to your to your family. That'd be a great moment at the end of a uh, of a of a pirate movie, right? Yeah, it's where the pirates, um, they you know the captain, they they haven't managed. They've been searching for this treasure, right? They haven't managed to find it. Okay, it gets to the end, but they've been through all these trials and tribulations. The captain says, "But of course, fellas, me boys, me hearties, we discovered that the greatest treasure of all is." You, my friends, right? And it's a beautiful moment. And then you smash cut to him burying them all alive in a hole because he yeah. can't help himself <laughs> from burying. I don't want treasure. anybody to steal. I don't want anybody else to have you. That's <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a nice moment. Yeah, it I'll write be, it down. It would be it would be the probably the flatter most flattering way to be buried alive. I never was oh, sure absolutely. if we were truly friends, but now I know. Right. And friends. then a really lonely man finds the treasure map to try and... And then he goes on a quest to try and dig up the friends to have friends again. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, he finds the friend ship ah. <laughs> that they have been buried in. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, it's more of a friend chest. Mm, sure. um, I while at the beginning of that, before you started it, I had the idea because I was talking about treasure and leaving treasure mm. to your. Imagine this is a, a it's a bunch of grandchildren at the 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 will reading. <gasps> yes, right. And they are left. The grandparent leaves these grandchildren. Uh, his friend um, Egot, their fr- his friend Egot for the kids, and then he's he just walks over and he's kind of an annoying guy, but now he's their friend because yeah. the grandfather gave it to. Him. It's all he had. Is this my greatest my greatest achievement? Yeah. And then they just kind of have to deal with this man. I think that's a really uh, cool idea for a film. You know, you yeah. inherit a friendship. Yeah, and then you, you yeah. Know, you can, you can, oh, you can have the rest of my. You can have the rest of my um, wealth, my millions of dollars, if you can spend one weekend hanging out with my friend Egot. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess maybe if if it's like, you know, to add some conflict in there is that they they'll eventually get his house. Yes, but Egot's living there. It's his housemate and his best friend. And they gotta, they gotta take care of Egot, and he's, they gotta be his friend. I think that's good. You yeah. know, it's a All bit right. like um, it's a bit like the Aristocats. Maybe can't really remember. And a good you comparison know. to make. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I said it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, We're all glad, Al. Oh yeah, me too. Eddie, should we? Uh, should I read through the sketch ideas? Oh, okay. All right, we got cut hand chips. That's when you. That's when you have you have blood all over your chips because of the guy who was cutting them. Yeah. But you get you extra protein. You can really taste the hand cutting. The cut hand. <laughs> oh yes, I mean I could cut my hand and make chips at home. <laughs> I don't know why we go out for this. 
um, action movie, but adults cry. Then we have uh, action hero who becomes physically invulnerable, but makes him, but it makes him very emotionally vulnerable. Mm. We have the truffle hog, which is the mushroom or uh, root vegetable finding cock. Yep. We have fun gal infection <laughs> ad, dancing and passing around a tube of ointment. <laughs> Um, we have the custard bandits who use non-Newtonian lock picking. We have evolution of forces and isolated uh, pockets of the universe. Mm. We have pirate burying your friends because they're the nicest treasure, and leave your grandkids your friend, Egot, in your will. <laughs> I'm e- very happy that the name Egot made it to the pad. Yeah, well, like it just occurred to me. Detail. It's kind of close. It's close to ingot, and it sounds valuable. Sounds very treasuring, treasurely. Gold ingot is the, oh, his I have name. Treasured our your friendship, <sighs> right, and it'll be played there. by Owen Wilson. Ah, very good. It'll be. I mean, old 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 Wilson and, uh, <laughs> and Owen uh, Will Dad. It will be a uh, a legasquickle to you, me, and Dupree. There you go. <laughs> you, me, and Dupreegit. <laughs> you, me, and Dupreequel. No, to... that doesn't work because that would have been before. Damn it. <laughs> to... <laughs> but if they ever do do a prequel you... to you, me, and Dupree, I hope they well, call it... <laughs> you, me, and Dupreequel. <laughs> you, me, and Dupree are... Colon origins, I. Yeah, or you, me, and do squeak wool. <laughs> um, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I'm really worried we've stolen that joke off somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> you be a do squeak wool. You be a do squeak wool. You be a do squeak wool. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this, whatever it may have been whatever this is yeah mm. um, thank you so much you're the best uh, you can find us on Twitter at AlistairTB at Stupid you can Old join Andy the Discord jump on in there the waters are still warm the water's um, warm we're having some dis, uh, some disconversations mm. discussions <laughs> <laughs> discorsions as we call them on there because we have a lot of fun um, and uh, you know you can find magma and teleport and uh, my client is innocent all online now. Yeah. Uh, and you can listen to us on Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Mm, Wiki wins. Um, uh, very soon, very very soon. So look out for that. Uh, take care of yourselves and, and we each other. We love, love you, you and each other. And each other. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.